Welcome to the official podcast of Comics Beer and Sci-Fi. Brought to you by Crystal Bright Janitorial, The Brand Barbershop, Greco Printing and Imaging, and Able Ideas. Before we get started, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow Comics Beer and Sci-Fi on all your favorite social media apps. Now, on with the show! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi podcast. I'm Denver, and today I am joined by special guest Brian Harris from, now correct me, I want to make sure I get this right, Capital City Comic Con, correct? That is 100% correct. Awesome. Capital City Comic Con, Lansing, Michigan. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, first, thank you for, uh, for joining us today. Appreciate it. And, uh, let me just ask you, how did you guys get started? I mean, what was the, you know, what was the the impetus for the show? Well, let's see. Uh, so truth be told, I'm not one of the original founders and my partner, Tim, uh, he is not one of the original founders. We actually uh, are, uh, are the uh, left here by attrition. So, uh the uh, the original founders uh, were five individuals who uh, from the Lansing area who wanted to do something fun and uh, be part of the comic book community. And then uh, you know, a partner left because of personal reasons. Uh, they think that he moved away. And uh, I personally had an opportunity to buy in because I was friends with a couple of people that were on the the uh, ownership member committee and. Um, so I bought into it in 20, uh, after the 2016 show, uh, the show was originally founded in 2015. Uh, so, um, once I got into the show, I, uh, um, you know, I became, uh, had a lot of fun. We made a lot of good positive changes. I, uh, got into it because, you know, I have always been a fan of pop culture i mean i've been a nerd since uh uh, i don't uh you know i was uh, the first memory i ever had in my life was the first movie i ever remember seeing in my life was uh the empire strikes back when i was about four years old so yeah i was sort of hooked uh hooked then so um and uh yeah i had the opportunity to get into it and i'm like well i can't turn this down so i've always wanted to be a part of this so um, but you know, I've been a part of comic, uh, at least pop culture convictions, uh, since I was a teenager, like, uh, when I was, uh, uh, in high school, I used to be a part of Star Trek conventions, uh, you know, and, uh, back in the Detroit area. And so I got into this and then, uh, you know, I like building and doing comic book conventions because we get an opportunity to one, uh, you know, do something special and unique, but also I really like making the community. I mean, this is a place where, uh, we get to make a, uh, an environment, make a community for, uh, all of us fans who don't necessarily fit into everyday society to find our people. You know what I mean? Like there's so many stories of people who are like, I need to go to, I go to conventions because that's where my people are. You know what I mean? You know? Uh, like 
the first time I brought one of my uh, young nephews to uh, to a comic book convention, uh, he's like, "Oh my god, these are my people!" And I'm like, "I told you, like this is the, you know, this is what I do. This is this is what we do. We make a community, bring people together. They celebrate all these things, an inclusive environment, and and that's why that's why we keep doing it because you know it's a labor, a passion, a love. So um, we make these things for for people. So uh, so I got into it. Um, and then, uh, you know, two years later, there were some other opportunities. My friend, uh, Tim, who I've been friends with for 20 some odd years, uh, I pulled him into it because, you know, he's a, a comic encyclopedia. Um, like he knows everything there is to know about comic books more than I do. Um, and, uh, you know, really passionate about it and, He's worked in comic book conventions and gaming conventions, so he had the experience. So we worked together, and then, you know, after a couple of years, the other partners they just sort of, you know, uh, left, and and we really didn't look for anybody else to come back in, and uh, now it's just uh, Tim and I running the whole show. So it's been just Tim and I for about the last five years. So, um, and you know, it's worked uh, worked pretty well. So, um. Well, let me ask you this. Um, every show seems to kind of have its own special personality. Some mm-hmm. lean more comic book centric, some more horror, uh, sci-fi. Do you guys, right. you've got like a little, I guess, niche that you, that you like to focus on? So I really think that we try to focus on the independent comic book creators like uh, I mean, prior to moving up to, uh, the Lansing center, which is where we're at now, uh, in 2022, we moved, uh, went, decided to go big and, uh, we moved to the Lansing center, went to three days from, from our one day show, uh, which was at the, on MSU's campus, uh, for the last, uh, you know, for several years. And, uh, prior to, to this year, you know, we didn't have, celebrity guests we didn't have uh you know pop culture guests we might have had like one uh the rest of our rest of our people were comic industry uh celebrities if you will you know we had people that worked in comics for decades or or were you know mainstays in that or were local comic creators and artists that uh, were part of the local michigan community and then we always have a large artist alley um, and we particularly focus on our artist alley and curate it to make sure that the majority of the people that are in our artist alley are comic book artists with comic books, not pinup artists, not, uh, you know, crafters or, or, or people who, you know, they, they do have art and they are artists, but they're not comic book artists. So we bring comic book artists to our show um, and we try to make sure we have a wide selection of comic book vendors as well. Like we painstakingly curate our, our exhibitor hall to make sure that we have comic book vendors that are selling, uh, you know, the classic old school uh, golden and silver age stuff to uh, the 90s and 80s stuff to the current modern stuff and then all quality of books from from dollar books all the way up to your uh, thousands of dollars of books like 
we try to cover, make sure that we have vendors that kind of cover all the bases. And then the oddball stuff too, the mainstream stuff and, and kind of the, the oddball stuff. So that, so we may not have like, like, you know, thousands of vendors, but we make sure that, that we have a wide selection of vendors in our vendor hall. So, so we take a lot of time on, on our uh, vendor hall to make sure that there is a little bit of everything for everyone and that there's no vendors that are getting out competed or that we don't have, you know, 12 guys selling, you know, pops, 15 guys selling, uh, you know, Legos, you know, we only have one or two guys doing that or one or two guys doing this. And if we get a bunch of people that are selling that, well, sorry, you're on the wait list. So it's definitely not first come first serve at our convention. So, and that's one of the things that's kind of sets us apart because, because we do that. So, so yeah, so our focus is on comic books where our focus is on a, well curated uh exhibitor hall so that people can find what they're looking for and they get something that's unique and they're not seeing the same stuff every time they they turn a corner and that uh they really get a feel that they can find something new and interesting and they go down the artist alley and it's like look at all these interesting new never before seen comic books from these local artists you know that's that's what we try to support are actual artists so um yeah, that sounds sounds great. We uh, we are uh, along the the same lines. We love uh, featuring comic books artists and writers uh, on our show, so we are right there with you. Um, tell me, how are plans going for this year's show? Uh, this year is going pretty good. Like, uh, I think you know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's always herding cats, right? Uh, we're. Uh, shows, uh, June starts June 30th. Uh, so we got until the end of June. Um, it's, uh, what middle of, uh, middle of February. Uh, I will say this year we're doing pretty good. We got all of our special guests contracted, which is, uh, which is, which is great for us. Um, we've got most of our dealer hall is already full. Um, so if anybody wants, uh, to get a booth, I recommend they get in line now because, uh, they are going fast and we're, uh, you know what like i said it takes us a while to fill our dealer hall not because we're not getting applications but like i said we curate all of them so we like meticulously go through and make sure that we're not so we review every single one but but yeah we've we definitely have enough applications that if we just accepted them all we'd be more than full but uh but it's filling up and uh you know we've got all of our cosplay uh groups set up charity set up we got our our cars all contracted to come in for replica cars. Um, we're getting our gaming areas all squared away. Um, yeah, I got some great people working on that. So, I mean, we're coming together. We're getting some good sponsors in. Um, yeah, everything's coming together pretty well. We're just kind of waiting for, been working the last couple of weeks on our Kickstarter. We've got that rolling out here. Yeah, um, talk to me a little bit about the, the Kickstarter. I know you guys just launched it. Oh, um, yeah. And that seems fairly unique to the, you know, the Comic-Con world, at least in the Michigan area, you know, right. I've seen that too much yet. Yeah. So, so it is, uh, nothing that any of the local cons of Michigan that's done, has done it before. Uh, and we have a real good friend who's, um, in, uh, uh, in the con circuit, uh, nationally, like, and, 
a lot of other cons in other parts of the country, they do uh, fundraising Kickstarters uh, for their conventions uh, of all scales, small conventions, big conventions, and they'll Kickstarter uh, to try and just uh, do a couple of things. So one, it helps us raise a little revenue and get a little cash in our pocket um, up front so that maybe we can bring in an additional special guest or add a little extra flair, maybe bring in something a little higher end that we hadn't really anticipated doing. Uh, secondly, it does put out a lot of extra marketing for us because people love Kickstarters and they tend to follow them and they tend to get behind them. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it really just helps us get the word out. So, and it gives, you know, people something a little extra, you know, so we get to make these extra experiences because a lot of the special guests that we're that were that we've worked with to make some of these great pledge levels, uh, they were really excited to get involved. And you know, like we've got some unique uh, and interesting pledges. For instance, we've got some uh, special prints from a couple of our special guests uh, that are uh, uh, from. Uh, let's see, we got David Roman, who's a Rick and Morty uh, cover artist for the Rick and Morty comic book series. He's doing a custom sketch, or I'm sorry, a custom cover for uh, for uh, one of his pieces, and it's going to be a remarked piece. So each one of the 20 or so that are available is going to be slightly slightly different and completely unique, autographed, numbered, uh, and you know that's one of the pledge levels. Also comes with a a weekend pass. Then we've got. Uh, um, who else? Uh, Bill Morris is going to do a Simpsons uh, version of that. Um, we've got a uh, celebrity dinner with Ming Chen as one of our options. We've got a, uh, a unique uh, custom sculpt by uh, Rob Miller, one of our local uh, sci-fi uh, uh, face-off uh, celebrities, who is, if you've ever met him, he's a, he's a great guy and extremely talented. He's going to do, uh, do a custom statuette just for us only available through the Kickstarter. Um, and then we've also got, if you want to go big, we've got uh, a, a day in Rob Miller's studio with him. So if you want to learn how to do his sculpting, uh, learn from him for a day, uh, you get to go to his studio and you get to, uh, you know, experience uh, and uh, really pick his brain. Um, uh, and we've got, you know, a Kickstarter special on uh uh, VIP passes, weekend passes, and then if you want to be with us every year as a VIP, we have a golden standard lifetime VIP. So wow. if you want, you can be a VIP forever one time, pay it up front, and you're a VIP forever. So That's uh, awesome. I'm sure you've got a lot of people that come every year, your regulars, so that we, would we make do. perfect sense for them. Yeah, so, you know, and... uh you know, that gets you, I mean, that gets you into everything. So, you know, we've got uh, the, you know, we're excited about it. You know, we've never done it before. Personally, I've never done a Kickstarter before. So this has been a huge learning experience for me. We learned, uh, we learned so much about how to put this together, talk to people and just learning how excited people get about it when they hear you're doing a Kickstarter. Yeah, we're going to do a Kickstarter. Oh, great. We're going to get on board with that. Um, you know, just offhand mentioning it to some of the special guests. And they're like, well, we'll do anything you want. So. And, uh, you know, they're like, and I'm like, well, do you want anything extra for them? No, 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 that's all right. We'll do it. Like, that's awesome. So, um, but you know, and it's, and we're doing it 
for those things. It's not like, you know, our convention wouldn't go off if we didn't get the Kickstarter off, but it's just going to be, you know, that little extra. So that'll, that'll get us there. So I think it's a great idea. If anything, it's a unique uh, feature. Since like you mentioned, no one else is really doing it around here. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, do you have any long-term plans for the show as far as, you know, where you see it maybe five years down the road? Do you have like a grand vision for it? Uh, you know, we always want to make, you know, more, uh, more elements to it, bring in more things that people will be interested in and try and create a, a bigger, wider community. Cause I, uh, you know, I always say we want to broaden the, broaden the net to bring in a wider variety of patrons so that maybe we can get them interested in our comic book community. So, uh, and that means, you know, trying to appeal to a wider audience. So how do we do that? Well, you know, coming up with creative things, like we've talked to people about doing all kinds of different things. Uh, I've got some people that want us to do, you know, a wrestling match. They want us to do an MMA thing. They want us to do, you know, uh, a giant esports tournament. You know, we have a small esports section, but, but they want us to do like, you know, a major esports thing expanding our gaming area because this year we added back tabletop gaming last year we didn't have it because we didn't really have the space we we're trying to figure out how to how to make that work this year we did some contracts adjustments and we uh we got more space over in the the radisson hotel adjacent to the lansing center and uh so we've added back tabletop gaming we'd like to you know grow that and make that uh make that a bigger uh bigger bigger event um you know, we'd like to add more after hour events for people and really just kind of try and make the event something that's, um, that's not only, you know, a, a better comic book event for us and for our little community, but also something that helps the local downtown, uh, Lansing area too, because, you know, we're bringing in thousands of people and all those people are staying downtown. It's really helping local businesses. So we want to see continual growth. Maybe we move to, you know, an extra day, we uh, are able to expand our hours, we're able to bring more features, we're able to bring higher profile guests, but, but you know, in the end, the Lansing Center has a cap. Like, it's only so big. Uh, the Radisson's only so big. Uh, and so, you know, we're going to get as big as we can, and then, and then we'll be comfortable there. So, I mean, I'll be really honest, are we ever going to be able to bring in somebody like Robert Downey Jr.? No, but, uh, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do what we can and, you know, with everybody's support, you know, we'll, uh, we'll make, keep making the show as good as we can. So. Awesome. And let me ask you, uh, for those not familiar with the Lansing area, what's the, the, the comic book, uh, culture like, uh, you know, is it a pretty thriving scene? You got, you know, good selection, uh, you know, comic shops and things like that. Well, you know, there's four or five comic book shops in the in the greater Lansing area and and you know, they're all and gaming stores, you know, combined and and they're all pretty uh pretty successful. Um but they all made it through COVID, let's just put it that way. Um which is a which is a big feat. Um Lansing itself is uh and East Lansing specifically, I mean, it's uh 
it's it's always been kind of a center of, of comic book art. There's a lot of comic book artists that came out of uh, the Lansing area as well as uh, the Detroit area, Michigan in general. Uh, Michigan State University, for instance, has the largest publicly owned comic book con- collection in the world, um, which you can go take a tour of it if you're if anybody's interested in it. Uh, we we work with the curator, and he's a a very interesting guy, but extremely knowledgeable. Yeah. And uh, then we have um, uh, an actual uh, comic book graphics art, comic book arts minor program at the Michigan State University as well. So one of the reasons why we have a lot of really good comic book artists in the in the greater Lansing area is because Michigan State University is literally churning them out. So, um, yeah, so... So yeah, there's there's you know a lot of artists in the area, a lot of creators in the area, and we've got some great stores in the area that help support the support the community. So awesome. Well, before we wrap it up, can you tell us uh, where people can go to find out more information, what your website and your Kickstarter is? Sure, uh, we can go to www.capcitycomiccon.com. And uh, from there, you can find links to our Facebook page. Uh, you can find look, links to our Kickstarter from there. Uh, I couldn't even begin to tell you what our Kickstarter uh, web uh, app oh, is. Okay. It's okay. It's entirely yeah, yeah. Get turned to our website. It's it's entirely too long. Uh, and then uh, you know, follow us on social media, and you'll be able to keep up to date with everything. Join our mailing list. You'll be able to do that, and if you're really bored or really excited about, uh, passionate about it, you can always volunteer with us, and and we bribe you with things like t-shirts and lunch. So, um, yeah. and what are the uh, what are those dates? I know it's the last weekend in June. What, uh, what yep. are the dates? June thirtieth, July first, July second, uh, this summer, and uh, you know, don't forget our, our Kickstarter. Um, you know, the show runs. 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. on Friday, uh, 10 a.m. to uh, 5 p.m. on Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sunday. But we also have after-hour events on Friday and Saturday uh, for those that uh, wish to partake. Um, And uh, in the hotel attached to the Lansing Center on Friday night, we have karaoke, which is free for everybody. Um, on On Saturday, we'll have trivia over there. And we got some VIP events too. Uh, on Friday night, we have a, an event that's extremely popular called Cigars and Stars. Uh, downtown uh, uh, Cigar Club in uh, on Washington, we invite uh, a select group of our special guests to come over and enjoy us and enjoy that, uh, that club for an evening uh, for a couple hours on Friday evening after the show closes down in the Lansing Center. And then on Saturday, we also have uh, what we call the drink and draw over at the bar at the uh, the uh, Radisson, the hotel, uh, where uh, all the artists from Artist Alley and our special guests, they come over and we have them do sketches and, and art. We collect those and we, uh, we, we donate the proceeds from selling those as well. So um, it's a, and it's a really great, great time because there's drink tickets involved and everybody, everybody stays up too late. Uh, enjoying each other's company and and sketching new custom art like people collaborate new and interesting ways it's a lot of fun so yeah it sounds like a lot of fun i can't wait to check it out we encourage everybody to to do the same and brian thank you for your time i appreciate it love being here uh, 
Yeah, and uh, good luck. I hope uh, the Kickstarter goes well and uh, you get a big, uh, big booming crowd. That would be great. That would be great. You, you, me, both. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again. I'll talk to you yeah. soon. All right. Great. That's it for this episode of the Comics, Beer, and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time.